episode number 122. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So as I mentioned on last week's episode, I will be sharing at least four stuck stories with you that occurred while I was on vacation in the United States this summer. Last week's story was a funny one. This week is a bit more serious, but it's wonderful nonetheless because of the learning and understanding that came from it, which, by the way, is really the ultimate goal of getting unstuck. If we were to say that there is a goal in getting unstuck, because it's not just about getting unstuck, right? It's about the learning that you can do from that stuck story, which is what happened in this story that I'm going to share with you today. But before I share that with you, I would like to share with you some words from Reba from Israel, who after listening to episode number 119 on Consider Self-Kindness, she left me a response on my website. So in case you are unfamiliar, if you subscribe to my newsletter, I send out an Unstuck Thursday email every Thursday. And in that email, I share a link to the week's podcast. The link takes you to a page on my website so that you can directly listen from the website. Now, I know that not everyone listens to a podcast via a website, right? Some people listen via iTunes and some listen via a podcast app, but many also listen via my website. And what most people don't know, which Reba helped me realize, is that you can actually leave a response on the website, on that episode's page. And that's what she did. And I will read to you what she wrote. Hi, Shira. I just discovered this place to send you messages. In general, your podcasts target a place so deep within me that it's almost shocking. But today's podcast was so meaningful to me that I began crying. I have been going through such a hard time lately feeling so detached from family and friends. So hearing you say that I should be kind to myself struck a very deep chord. I will try being kind to myself, and I'm sure it will lead to good things. Thank you so much. So first of all, thank you, Reba, for leaving me that comment on my website and for giving me permission to share it. I love hearing from my listeners and how this podcast is affecting their lives. And I'm glad that you learned that you can leave comments for me on the website. And so please feel free, Reba, and to all of my listeners to leave a comment on the website at any time. If you listen to this podcast from the website, the comment box is right below the play button. And I welcome you to leave me a comment really at any time. And of course, if you don't listen via the website, but via iTunes or another podcast app, I also welcome your responses and feedback and reviews there as well. So thank you for that in advance. Okay, so now for this week's story. So I actually have some really exciting news for you regarding what's happening in the world of getting unstuck, and I will be sharing that with you in the coming weeks. And this news basically has sprung forth from the story which I'm about to share with you. 
So I don't know how many of my listeners are entrepreneurs, but if you are not an entrepreneur and you have no familiarity with what it's like to start your own business, I'd like to be very honest with you and tell you it's hard. It's actually really hard. It takes a lot of time and money and patience and determination and focus and strength, especially when things aren't going the way that you'd like them to go. And if you're interested in doing any kind of self-development work, being a business owner is probably the best way to do it. (laughs) Honestly, starting and running a business will bring out the best in you and it will also bring out the worst in you. And while you're on that journey of starting a business, you get to see and deal with both. But actually, that's not entirely true. You don't always get to see both. Sometimes when you are so in the business, just like when you get so inside of a stuck story, you can't really see your role in the story. And because you can't see the role and cause of your own suffering, you tend to stay doing the same things that you've always done and inevitably spiral down a rabbit hole and ultimately get to a place where you wonder, how did I get here? So ever since I created the Unstuck Method years ago and I published my book, Getting Unstuck in 2016, I've been on a path of bringing this work to the world. I am so incredibly passionate about it, and I'm such a firm believer in this method that I set out to bring this work to as many people as possible in many different forms, speaking engagements, workshops, retreats, certification trainings, local groups, online groups, and one-on-one coaching. Phew, that's a lot, right? And guess what? I work alone. To date, I do not have an assistant and I have no employees. That means I do everything. For example, this podcast, right? I write the podcast, I speak the podcast, I edit the podcast, and I broadcast it each week. And it takes me about four to five hours on average to create one episode. Just to give you an example, I do all of my social media on my own. I do my website on my own. I do all of my accounting on my own. And I realize that getting an assistant would be advantageous for me at some point. And that is something that I plan to do in the near future. But for now, just to give you an idea, that's what I've been doing while at the same time parenting four kids and being a wife and a friend and a good community member which basically equates to working a lot of hours, not only when my kids are at school, but when they are at home. And while I've never missed a carpool or a pickup or anything like that in the last three years, I can't say that I was doing it all in stride. I haven't been at my best at everything, especially regarding my roles in the home because my focus has been growing this movement. And I created unnecessary stress for myself and my family without me fully recognizing that I had any control over it. So for the last couple of years, my husband has pointed out a number of times 
how my level of stress isn't really working for the family. (laughs) He told me on a number of occasions that it's affecting my relationship with him and that it's affecting my relationship with the kids and that it's even affecting my relationship with myself. That is, in many ways, neglecting the way that I used to take care of myself so that I could spend more time on my business. But I couldn't hear him. I just couldn't. I was too stuck on desire to grow this business that I dismissed what he said, even though he tried to say it to me in so many different ways and from so many different angles. Each time I just told him he didn't understand and that it had to be this way if I wanted to grow this movement. I told him he's never done what I'm doing, even though he started a successful business on his own about 10 years ago. I told him it's not the same, and he just doesn't get it. On many occasions, he's urged me to slow down, to pause, to take a break, to get perspective on things, but I couldn't. I was and am on a mission, and I was stuck. This past summer, I was invited to participate on a retreat for entrepreneurs in Turks and Caicos. I shared a funny airport episode about it in last week's episode, and I shared more about it in episodes 118 and 119. I really had no idea what to expect when I came on that retreat. All I knew is that I was invited and was told that it would be amazing. I was expecting to learn a lot about business from the retreat organizer, who is a big businessman himself. And I was expecting to learn tips and tricks and receive guidance on how to move myself forward and how to move my business forward. But I didn't get any of that, really. Instead, what I got was self-awareness. I'll never forget one of the first sessions we had. We sat in a circle in the living room and went around sharing where we were in our businesses so that the organizer could offer his two cents. When it was my time to speak, Even before I had a chance to open my mouth, the retreat organizer looked at me in the eyes and said, Shira, are you happy? And I reacted in a very automatic defensive way, saying, yes, of course, which is true, right? I'm a happy person. I have a great life. I have great kids. I have a great husband. I have a great community. And the retreat manager nodded his head and then asked me a few other questions, which I can't even tell you now because I don't remember them. And I don't remember them because I couldn't hear him ask me them. Because while he was asking them, I was asking myself that same question, are you happy? And I answered to myself differently than I had answered him. And I said, no. I said no to myself because I was being honest with myself. On the one hand, yes, I'm a very happy person. But I saw the truth in the organizer's eyes. In fact, he saw the truth within me. I wasn't being happy. I was stressed and being pulled in every angle and frustrated and not satisfied with the pace of how things were going and basically making myself nuts. And... Being able to come face to face with that truth was huge for me. In fact, later on the retreat, when I had a one-on-one session with him, 
I basically let it all out. (laughs) He told me of the great potential for my work to be an incredible success in the world, but it's not the world that is blocking me from moving forward. He said that I'm blocking myself. He told me that the stress that I'm creating for myself and within my business is not going to move me forward. It's going to, and it is, blocking me. And then I need to really take a step back and reflect on what I'm doing and realign and reclaim the joy that I had when I started this business. And only when I can rebalance myself, which is, by the way, the work that we do on my retreats, which is the irony, that things will start to move forward. And through my tears, I heard him. The message was loud and clear. I had never heard my husband's messages, even though they were the same. You know, I guess sometimes it's the messenger that's important, and sometimes it's the way the message is delivered. And sometimes it's your own readiness to hear the message that's important. You really need all of them, I guess, to receive the message in a way that it was intended for you to hear it. And then I came back from Turks and Caicos and I kind of slipped back into my old routines with work because I didn't really have a plan to do things any differently, even though I got his message. And then I had a meeting with my business coach where I basically cried for like a half an hour. (laughs) And by the way, I have no shame in crying. I'm really good at it. And it's something I've never tried to hold back before. I am an emotional and sensitive person. And crying is just one of my ways for allowing myself to feel my emotions, which, as you probably know, is the T-step in the unstuck method for tell. I'm hardly ever ashamed or embarrassed to cry in front of anyone. And when I cry, it's simply showing my authentic self to that person, which I actually believe is a good thing. And so I cried because I was frustrated because at that particular meeting that I had with my business coach, I had just finished doing a small test on something inside the business and it basically flopped. And I was super frustrated And I told her that I was going away the next day with my extended family to the beach and that I'd be working on things while I was there. And she looked at me through the laptop camera and paused and said nothing. And I saw my reflection of myself on the computer screen. And she said something like, can I make a suggestion to you? Would you consider going to the beach without your laptop? Just take a break from it all. I think doing so will do you good. And it was in that moment that I got unstuck. Her pause in responding to me helped me take a stop, S. And I had just done all that crying because I was allowing myself to feel all of the emotions that I was stuck on. T for tell. And then what I, you, uncovered was the belief that I need to be working all of the time in order to be successful. And then I need to work really, really, really hard in order to be successful. 
and that I need to be on my laptop and on social media all of the time. Otherwise, people will stop listening. And when I investigated my beliefs, I realized for the first time, none of them were true. And what I considered was taking a break. And so not only did I not bring my laptop with me to the beach, I put a big stop sign inside of the Getting Unstuck Tribe Facebook group and told people that I would be taking a pause for a while. Because otherwise, right, I would be going inside that group each day, prompting the members in various ways to get unstuck in their lives and in their relationships, and I would be responding to all of the people who commented. But I put a stop on that, which felt really good. And I considered that I needed to hear that message three times in order for that message to really get delivered and sink in. And guess what? It was freaking awesome. I felt free for the first time in a long time. And I connected with my extended family in a way I wouldn't have been able to otherwise. I was totally engaged and active with the family. I wasn't on my phone at all, aside from taking pictures. And I just felt totally free and happy. And the irony was, I had a conversation with my brother-in-law, with whom I haven't had many deep conversations with in the past, especially since we've moved to Israel about 10 years ago. But I had a conversation with him about my business, which I've never had a conversation with him about my business before either. And he himself is a startup business person. And we ended up speaking for a couple of hours, not only about my business, but his thoughts on where I could be doing a little bit better job, getting grounded in my foundations before moving forward. And I have to say, those two conversations that I had with him were one of the best, if not the best conversations I've ever had with anyone in my business thus far. And what's even more amazing was that it didn't intervene with my family trip. Yes, we had this conversation while sitting at the pool, but I wasn't rushing back to my computer to implement his ideas or watch the TED talk that he suggested to me. I took it all in stride. I wrote down some notes, knowing that when we'd get back, I would start to put things into place. And when the beach trip was over and I was back home at my parents' house, I put my hands over my heart and Kay held myself in self-kindness for having gotten stuck for so long. I mean, I was really hard on myself for being stuck for such a long time and unable to see it and unable to even know how to get out of it. But I was kind to myself. It was okay. And the exciting news that I mentioned earlier in this episode is all about my new focus and where I'm going and the next book that I'm writing and the online group program, which I am super excited to share with you. I'm not quite ready to share it with you just yet, but I will in the coming weeks, so definitely stay tuned. So my dear listeners, where in your life have you heard a message from someone, maybe someone very close to you, a life partner or maybe a best friend, someone who has said something to you, but you have rejected it from a place of defense because you didn't want to hear it 
or because you weren't ready to hear it. You know, sometimes the people closest to us can be our greatest triggers, but they can also be our greatest teachers. Where has someone in your life said something to you, but you haven't opened your heart to hearing it? And where can you consider that perhaps you'll also need to hear the message more than once until it finally sinks in? And that it's okay when that time comes. Can you think of a place like that in your life? My friends, I want to remind you that your responses to these podcast episodes are warmly welcomed. There truly is nothing that I value more than it is the comments, feedback, and reviews from this podcast that I offer to you each week. Please, whenever you can, wherever you can, reach out to me in any way and let me know how these episodes are affecting your life. Wishing you a good rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.